Hi, I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, the podcast of indeterminately. I am sorry to report that Tom Merritt is miserably trapped in meetings today and cannot join the podcast, which you should know is like the most fun part of our job. So it's truly tragic that he cannot be here, especially because now I'm going to have to go solo and I know how you guys hate that. So I'll just make it a two minute podcast. No, just kidding. Um, I actually am going to take this opportunity to catch up on a little bit of email because we have quite a bit and it is all worthy of being addressed. So uh, the first email comes from Dennis, who says he enjoys CNET very much and he has heard that present technology will not support the new HD DVD and he thinks it's hard to believe that movie studios would make a project product that most people could not utilize. Can, can we here at Buzz Out Loud advise? Dennis... It is not true of HD DVD. So there are these two competing formats, Blu-ray and HD DVD in the high def um, DVD space that will, you know, allow for recording high definition television or present these high def DVDs. Blu-ray is indeed not compatible with existing technology, which is why some movie studios are supporting HD DVD instead, the competing format, because it is backward compatible. However, Blu-ray will hoard, hold more data. So they like that because it allows you to put a nice big fat HD DVD, uh, HD video, amount of HD video on a DVD. And Blu-ray is a little more friendly in the digital rights management space, i.e. they won't let you copy stuff, which movie studios are actually all about. Um, I find it also hard to believe that movie studios would back or put out a product that, that people can't utilize without making hard work more, without, jeez buying more hardware. <laughs> However, that is kind of the computer model, frankly. <laughs> For example, Microsoft is about to put out an operating system that people with old hardware can't utilize. So it's, it's kind of the part of the technology cycle. Um, I hope that answers your question. Moving on, Noel, Noel says, if, I think it's Noel if it's a girl and Noel if it's a guy. I think this is a guy. Noel says that... <laughs> wants me to take note of um, a story about IBM promising not to use your genetic information, basically, to discriminate against you in the workforce. And yeah, exactly, Veronica said, good, (laughs) which I agree. It is, but it's very forward thinking of them. And I think it's really cool. I hope more companies will pick up on this because there is definitely the possibility that in the future, your genetic information, your DNA could become a consideration in whether you get health insurance, maybe whether you get jobs because it could show some sort of pre-existing illness that will eventually cause you to be unable to perform your job. And it's pretty scary stuff. I mean, I think people are are already worried about not getting insurance because of too much information kind of leaking out, you know, about their their health data. And so um it's it's great to see IBM actually taking this lead. I know it seems like kind of a a sci-fi weird Thing of the future, but um, but it's not. It's coming soon. So good for them. Good for IBM. Uh, next email. So I just heard the podcast on the sixth of October about the European Union and UN wanting the U.S. to hand over control of the internet. The only response I can come up with is this: Someone is in, c- in control of the internet. <laughs> Someone governs it. No, seriously, could have fooled me. Ha ha. Very funny. Uh, no, it's true. Someone can't. Well. It's arguable. I mean, ICANN certainly is in control of the domain registration on the internet, which is a big part of of the web and the net, if you think about it, because it's how you find stuff and where things are. 
But um, as to this question about the European Union and the UN wanting more control over governance of the internet, that is indeed true. I did get an email from someone saying, wait, what? Really? Is this true? It is indeed true. And we are going to be following up on this in depth on Friday with Esther Dyson, who is a, an, an internet bigwig involved with ICANN, now um, is writing for ZDNet. So we will have her on to kind of explain to us a little bit more of, about what is what in the heck is going on with that. Who does control the internet, if anyone? And who will in the future? In today's news, Real and Microsoft have reached a truce that is probably going to lead to them becoming a gigantic monopoly in response to Real's antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft. <laughs> um, just kidding, I love you. <laughs> just kidding, I love you guys. <laughs> uh, Microsoft under the... So Real Networks had sued Microsoft claiming antitrust. And um, in particular, they were concerned about sort of the future of digital music. And they had said they filed this lawsuit in 2003. They said Microsoft had abused its monopoly power, blah, blah, blah. But specifically with regard to how PC makers install competing media players. So every Windows user, as you know, has to have Windows Media Player, whether they want it or not. Real had asked for a billion dollars in damages. Um, and they didn't come that close, but they're still getting a, a big, big buttload of cash. Microsoft will pay $460 million in cash, and then it will pay $300 million in cash to support Real's music and game efforts which is insane. So Microsoft will be, in effect, subsidizing Real's ability to take over your computer with its competing player. Uh, and Microsoft will also promote Real's Rhapsody um, service, which is a subscription music service, on msn.com. And, and then it says, and this I think is absolutely awesome, Microsoft can earn credits toward the $300 million that it will otherwise owe Real by signing up subscribers through msn.com. So <laughs> they will become this huge, presumably a very large marketing outlet for Rhapsody since they want to sign up as many users as they can to avoid having to pay a whole bunch of cash. So in essence, what you will now have instead of a, a Windows Media Player monopoly is a Windows Media Player plus real monopoly. Now, I personally, I just refuse to use real. When I see video in that format, I just, I, I just can't, I can't do it. I, I can't deal with the little notifications that they pop up when I tell them not to, and I, it's always freezy. And anyway, that's a separate issue. But uh, Microsoft beats another antitrust rap. In Holy Trinity news, Yahoo, Apple, Google, periodically Microsoft. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it a Trinity, however many companies get in there. Yahoo has now added a blog search tool in uh, accordance with the path blazed by Google. Uh, their search, search tool was unveiled Monday, yesterday, and it actually does separate blog headlines out from other headlines so that you'll have different columns and then you can choose all blog results so that you only are searching blogs. Um, obviously, Google introduced the same service recently and, and blogs are an important part of web content. So that's kind of interesting and we'll see whether it will mostly be interesting to see whether Yahoo continues to follow Google's lead in other technologies or whether they sort of limit their growth to search related technology, which I frankly tend to think might be a good way to go. Yahoo obviously has a lot of other 
uh, business models and a lot of other different technologies that are related, but at least they're related as opposed to kind of Google and the moon thing mm, yeah. or the bio info yeah, yeah. nano stuff. Um, so Yahoo, it's interesting, has kind of been more quietly plugging along than Google uh, with various developments and innovations. And it'll kind of be interesting to see where they come out if Google does indeed implode from the force of its kind of far-flung development. Whew, I feel like that was a badly mixed metaphor. Anyway, maybe you heard that California has this new law banning the sale of violent video games to children. Um, it happened last week, I think. And now the game industry has, not surprisingly, <laughs> come out to say that they're going to fight it, um, claiming that they they intend to file a lawsuit to strike it down, and they say that it is almost certainly unconstitutional. Uh, the legislation mean bars the sale and rental to minors of games that show such things as killing, maiming, or sexual assault of a character depicted as a human, um, and which are determined to be especially heinous, atrocious, or cruel. Violators can receive a $1,000 fine, which frankly I think is not <laughs> very much of a deterrent given the likelihood that you will not get caught. So this is kind of... Uh, this law all along, I think, was little more than a PR stunt. So um, it'll be interesting. It will be very interesting to see what the legal outcome is of it. But I would say that it does not sound to me like a law that had a whole lot of big teeth. It is not the jaws of laws, if you will. <laughs> uh, just a couple little wrap-up notes. Slashdot reports that China has decided that um, spending too much time online means that you're an addict. And they have opened up a scary-sounding clinic to treat internet addicts with, like, sort of headgear. And <laughs> it sounds like they're treating it like it's drug and al drugs and alcohol. And, and maybe there will be, like, brainwashing and, and, and electroshock therapy and stuff, which is um, scary. Scary. And uh, in other news, a couple of news outlets got their hands on the Xbox 360. They were given a chance to kind of play it in advance and uh, everyone says that it looks really awesome. Although analysts say that um, PlayStation 3 is going to uh, ultimately be the game console winner. Personally, I would take either. So if anyone wants to send one to my house, I'd be happy to just, I'd be happy to have a look, just let you know what it's like, answer any questions you might have. Tom will be back with us tomorrow. If you have uh, more emails, we always want to receive them. Buzz at CNET.com. Phone calls. Always welcome, 1-800-616-CNET. And uh, looking forward to tomorrow's show, we will have an interview with Jason Kalkanis of uh, Weblogs, Inc., recently sold to AOL. We'll be asking him about what that means for the future of blogs. Talk to you then. Bye. Hi, I'm Molly Wood, seen it. Uh, I'm not ready. Okay, one more. <laughs>